Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We have something exciting happening this week for free, for free. It is what I am calling and have termed a prophetic boot camp. Okay, so during this prophetic boot camp, we're going to dive deep into teaching, give you some practical exercises, and possibly even offer prophetic words to those that are willing to receive some. But the main aim is to help us grow in our understanding and the practice of prophecy. The Bible is clear. Not everybody is called into the office of prophet or prophetess, but all can prophesy and all of us can receive and hear from God. And just like we have physical senses, seeing, smelling, taste, touch, we have spiritual senses. And wouldn't that be amazing to know in terms of deepening and developing your relationship with God? I know in my own journey, I went to many different states to seek out wisdom and knowledge about the prophetic. I've been blessed to train in the prophetic. And during this podcast episode, I'm also bringing in a dear friend that's going to share about her experience with the prophetic. And she is going to be leading this prophetic boot camp with us on Wednesday for free inside Courage Co. So what you got to do, you got to go to www.courageco.org. This is a one-time only special event. All right. So you got to get plugged in there. Once you get inside Courage Co., if you've never been in there, Courage Co. is a private app off social media. So it will ask you to create a unique email address, login, and a password. And then you're able to put a photo and your name and we're able to connect with you and build community with you. But there are so many different things that you can plug into inside Courage Co. From prayer calls, weekly small groups, all for free, to the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, the God's Vibes Mastermind, and very soon you'll be able to enroll in our Life Coach certification program. All right. So you can get plugged into all of those things inside Courage Co., but this will be under the Courage Co. challenges. So when you get inside, you can either go to events and see it in the left menu, or you can click on Courage Co. challenges and you'll see it there. We're going to get to learn all about hearing from God understanding what God is saying to us, whether that's dreams, visions, how to deliver prophetic words, the purpose of a prophetic word. And the ultimate goal of the boot camp is to equip you to effectively operate in the prophetic and use your gifts to edify and encourage other people. So if you've ever felt a stirring in your heart to explore and develop your prophetic gifts, I highly recommend joining us for this special prophetic boot camp. It's an amazing opportunity to grow, to learn, and connect with other people that are hungry for God like you are. Because how many of you know who you surround yourself with is a huge deal, huge, when it comes to your God dreams and stewarding what is on your life. Get around the wrong people and they can kill it. Get around the right people and they can bring life to it and pray for you and help you walk that thing out. So join us to step into this exciting journey together where you're going to get to see how your prophetic gifts can be used to bring light, hope, and encouragement to those around you. All right, www.courageco.org. It is in Courage Co. Challenges. This is free. We do also in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle have replays from every single masterclass workshop challenge that we've done. We also have a bundle of interviews, which are really testimonies in there. So if you want to get plugged into the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, that could be where you could catch this replay if you can't join us live. So there is that. I have Jesse on the podcast today, and I just cannot. This is something that, man, I don't even know if we've talked about this or dreamed it up for a year, but it's definitely been many, many months. I think it's been over a year, to be honest, just really sitting with God and exploring the right timing to get together. And it's finally happened, and it's just such a blessing to have her not only share on the God's Vibes podcast, but also join us in Courage Co. for a powerful teaching. So you are going to get to hear her journey with God, how she found the prophetic, how that has changed everything for her, how she operates as a human, how she loves as a wife, how she parents 
her her kids, you hear about conscious parenting, but what about prophetic parenting? Come on, right? So this is so, so powerful. I just know that her story is going to bless you. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome, Jesse, to God's Vibes. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> this is so fun. So tell us a little bit about who you are. So we've been doing this thing where we help people understand what their name means. So if you want to tell us what your name means as well. Some of us are on to that. So just tell us who Jesse is. So um, my name, I actually have two names, which is funny. Uh, right. I have a funny story with my name. Uh, I actually was supposed to be Jesse Potter, uh-huh. but the nurse made a mistake and wrote Jessica. And my mom was so disappointed. So God likes to joke with me that he named me twice. Um, and Jesse um... means wealth. Um, and I've had so many words spoken over me that speaks to not just financial, but the wealth of relationships and wealth of people. Um, And then Jessica means to see ahead, to have foresight. And so part of my, my uniqueness is that I love the prophetic and I love people. That's part of who I am. So good. I love that. So tell us too, was this always what you loved and always what you knew or what has your God journey been? Because I feel like, and I could be wrong here, but I know it's true for me. You don't just like arrive there, right? Like there's a journey of getting to that place. So tell us a little bit what that's looked like for you. Yeah. um, So I actually, I had encounters with the Lord when I was a little girl, but I was not raised in a Christian home. Um, My mom and dad were wonderful when it came to just, we got to choose whatever faith or whatever we wanted to believe in, we could. And there was just this something within me that was always searching for more. I was hungry, desperately hungry to be known and to be seen and knowing that I was made for a purpose, Mm. um, brought me to a journey, um, where I, I mean, it's kind of a crazy story. I was first baptized in a Mormon church, not because we were Mormon, but because we were living with a family that was Mormon. Oh my God. Um, like, so I had these tastes of, of religion, um, different religions, and nothing satisfied. And then when I was 14 years old, um, I went to a Christmas party. Uh, my mother-in-law spoke at that time. She was not my mother-in-law. Um, she shared her story, her God story. And, um, uh, I had known her for, for a lot of my childhood. So we had grown up with her she was a family friend of my mom's. And so, um, when I heard her story and how the Lord came and some of her hardest moments. She had always known God. Um, I, I recognized that there was something in me that was crying out for a God like that, a God that came in those moments, a God that came, um, to protect, provide and love in the deepest ways. And I remember that moment that I was sold. Like, I was like, if this is Jesus, if this is, if this was, is what it looks like to have a savior that, you know, came and died on a cross for me specifically, I'm like, I will give my life for this. Yeah. (laughs) I was 14 at the time. Um, but you know, as a 14 year old accepting Christ, uh, you know, you go to church and I had a lovely church. It was a Bible church and I love the word of God. I feel like that that is so rooted in me because of that church. Um, but I didn't meet Holy spirit until I was in my twenties. And so, um, part of that journey was meeting, meeting Holy spirit in a way that, um, that changed my life forever. And that was in a place again of trial. Right. So I didn't, I didn't, wasn't raised in a Christian home. I was walking through things that, um, that were really hard to navigate as a Christian, you know, health, health issues and family issues and really asking the Lord to show up. And, uh, he did, I had a radical healing and, um, it changed my life forever. And I think at that pivotal moment, that's when I realized that God was personal. Mm. Um, God wanted to speak. And, um, when he speaks, it's such, it's in such beautiful, unique, diverse ways. And I remember at that moment, like if God was willing to heal, he's willing to talk. And that took me on the journey I'm on right now. So good. And I love that you're distinguishing this too. I know that, you know, that we did this challenge called the power of the anointing. We were talking about, do you just believe in God? Almost like you would believe in Santa Claus because somebody told you to, right. And then you're just going through sort of the traditional ways of what that belief might look like, or you actually know God. 
Because how can you actually give your life to somebody that you don't love? Right. Right. How can you fully trust, lean on, rely on, depend on someone that you don't know? So I love that you're highlighting the way that you viewed it or, or the words that you use were that you didn't know Holy Spirit until this time. You mm-hmm. didn't really know God was real in a personal way for you, which was a cry at 14. You didn't know that right. until your 20s, which I think is awesome. So can you talk about or unpack for people that maybe don't know that? Like, what does it mean to know Holy Spirit or how did that shift happen for you? So it was gradual. I think sometimes we think that there's just this moment. And for some of us, it is, it's just a moment and all of a sudden everything changes. But for me, it was gradual. It was, it was the questions I had in conversations with friends. I remember having, you know, I had met Holy Spirit as my healer. I met God as my healer and, um, which led me to having, you know, these other experiences with the Lord when it came to dreams or, um, hungering for more, um, just relationship. But when, um, that became, I mean, some of the conversations I had was like, I just wish God would just send me an email, like, tell me, tell me what to do. And that whole time he was speaking. What was, what was the challenge is that I wasn't recognizing how he was speaking. And so, you know, coming into this place of meeting Holy spirit as, as a friend, and learning to recognize God's voice through that. Cause right. Jesus came, he paid for our sins and then he left the comforter. That yeah. was the gift he left us. Yeah. And so, um, part of, part of this experience is knowing Holy spirit as a friend and, um, and learning the many ways that, that God speaks. So I love, so tell me too, how that changed your, uh, personal development journey. Cause I have, a quote, I kind of call it like a glory bomb. You might know what I mean when I say that, but this quote is becoming your authentic self doesn't make you whole following an authentic savior does. So (laughs) to that, I would say many people have a similar journey. That was you're, you're seeking yourself and self helping your way through life, right? You're trying to go find your authenticity, but it's like you discover it in an authentic God. Right. Right. So I'm curious for you, because it sounds like you knew God, like actually knew God very early. So how did that change your spiritual growth and personal development path? It changed everything. Um, you know, knowing knowing God through scripture is a part, right? I think that I was I was developing those skills of learning the word of God, learning his character, his nature, but remembering that that I still had filters. Like I had things in my life that were filtering you know, even me questioning, like, is God really good in these moments? I'm sick. Why isn't he healing me? You know, he says he heals. So going through that journey and then shifting to having this radical healing and then, you know, meeting Holy spirit. Um, I think, I think for me personally, it became about learning to, uh, step into this place of intimacy and, um, and going from this, knowing in your mind to knowing in your heart, um, that connection between the the mind and, and knowing in your knower, like, okay, I know there's a God, but man, do I want to meet him face to face, you know, having having these encounters. And I think that that gradual experience was my hunger. You know, I, I came to this desperation where God, I need to know you, but I need to know you as a friend and knowing him as a friend, I couldn't just go to church again. I love church. I'm in church, you know, but it wasn't just, I need to check that box, um, and get in there on Sunday. I, I wanted to develop that personal relationship where I had my quiet time. Um, and I let him influence every part of my life. So it wasn't just, okay, I meet you on Sundays. It was, I'm going to meet you when I'm washing dishes. I'm going to meet you when I'm speaking with my children. I'm going to meet you in these places that, seem mundane, but are the most profound moments of our lives. Sometimes, um, I have three children and I'm busy. I'm a busy mom. Um, I've been married for 16 years. And so as a wife and as a mother, um, I just knew, I think part of me knew that this relationship and this authentic God was the purest form of living and not knowing him was not living up to my full capacity, not not living fully, honestly. Yes. But I love this distinguisher too, right? Like, so even the difference between I am desperate to go find myself 
versus Mm -hmm. I am hungry to know God. Those are two very different paths that I hope people can hear that, right? Because one never satisfies, the other one always does. Right. And I love self-help books. I'm the one that's reading them all the time because I want to like, I love it. I love, I, you know, gone to therapy, love therapy. I have a lot of my friends are therapists or like, yes. So there's this, I love, I love how we are constantly growing. Um, but I think that there is something when we, when we have, again, when we have the understanding that to be our truest self is to know him because he reveals us constantly. Like when we, when we have these face-to-face encounters, they're changing us to be our true selves. And so I know for me, you know, knowing God in the word and then knowing God, you know, through Holy spirit and the ways that he speaks to the prophetic and through each other is really powerful and really profound. Yeah. So talk about that. So talk about what you do today and how the prophetic came into your life. Cause I know for me, it was sort of one of those things that you're like, what is this thing? I just opened like a whole new world, like literally, <laughs> right? Yes. In the best way, but it's like a whole new world in God, right? Like you actually start accessing him on an entirely different level. So tell me how you, you start to know Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit is real. And how does this lead you to what you do today? Yeah. So, I mean, my first encounter with the prophetic, I had no idea that God spoke through I mean, I knew in conversation, like I would grab these moments from like, that's God. Like, I know that person's talking to me, but there's something in that, 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 that they're saying that is resonating with my spirit. Um, but I remember I came to a place where my health declined, you know, and again, after a, a radical healing, right. Um, and, I I was hungry for more and desperate for more and knowing, knowing that I was in a process. I went to every conference I could find. (laughs) And again, I'm hungering for the Lord. And I remember it so specifically, there was a man who came up to me. He had these crystal blue eyes. I'll never forget it. He could have been an angel who knows. Um, And he, he told me things that no one could ever know. Um, Things I had dreamt about things that God had told me that I hadn't told a soul. And these were things that were, the cries of my heart. They were, Lord, I know you made me for a purpose. What's the purpose? And he'd show me a vision. I'm like, well, I can't believe that. That's, that's too good to be true. Like that's, that doesn't seem quite right. And then he shared those things with me. And I remember it was a holy moment. It was a moment that I realized that God didn't just speak to me. He spoke through his people. And remember, like when we're looking at Genesis, he made family, Adam and Eve, they were a family. And so I, I remember in that moment that there was this shift between, I, I know I have to know my savior. I know, I know how I have to hear his voice for myself, but now God was cracking open what it looked like to do family in a healthy way, to have us speak to each other, to strengthen, you know, ourselves and to comfort one another. And so that moment was pivotal. And I remember, I remember I told the Lord, I'm like, I will, I will serve you the rest of my days. If you show me what this is and, and, and truly how to do it in a healthy way, because I could see how it could be manipulating as well. And I went on this seven year journey of, you know, with the Lord, where I actually, um, found a church and, uh, they were flowing in the prophetic teaching the prophetic. And then I found prophetic company with, um, Dano and Regina McCollum and Bethany Hicks. And I, I started at the ACT program. I'm one of their certified trainers. I've done, I've done first year and second year, and I'm going into my third year. And, um, it has completely been catalytic for my personal walk and just what I do now, which is, um, you know, I, I do coaching. I, I have, I have moments and meetings where I get to go into meetings and I get to prophesy or declare certain things or, um, just share what I'm hearing from the Lord, which has been super fun. Um, And that's been kind of the things that I've been doing right now. Yeah, it's so fun. And how would you describe, so if somebody was like us pre-prophetic, how would you describe the prophetic to people that maybe don't know? Yeah, the prophetic is being able to not only recognize and respond to God's voice. So in Joel 2.28, it says that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh, right? So the scriptures, right? We want to make sure we're always going back to the Bible. Yeah. And it says your sons and daughters will prophesy. And I remember reading this scripture 
And I'm like, this is what the Holy Spirit part of, I mean, the Holy Spirit has so many functions, but this is part of the reason why the Holy Spirit was poured out was so that not only we could hear, but we could speak and we could prophesy not only into our own lives, into our children's, into the legacy, but also to others. And so what, it, what prophecy is, is, is being able to recognize God's voice and then giving it away in love. And so we have values, we have protocols, but part of, part of prophecy in first Corinthians 14, it says, follow the ways of love and desire the gifts of the spirit, especially that you would prophesy. And the reason for that is because that gift is used to speak encouragement, strengthen and comfort those that we are, you know, are around in the body of Christ and the world. How many of you guys know, like this world needs some strength, this world needs some comfort and this world needs some encouragement. And so that is what prophecy is. I love that. And I love the story too, that you shared, because this is sometimes how we get to know God and have a knowing of God experience, right? Where a total stranger, like in your story is able to speak into you with this presence that is undeniable and say things that you only know, right? And you're like, and you know, only God could know, like that changes you. Like it's an undeniable experience. It doesn't make logical sense. You can't like reason this out with your brain, (laughs) right? And you're like, that's God. And he loves me so much that he sent a total stranger to me to let me know that he sees me and that he's affirming me or strengthening me or encouraging me or telling me to keep going, whatever it is, he's actually wanting to make himself real right in front of my eyes. And I can't miss it. I love that. That's one of the gifts. And you have some stories. Do you want to share an example of how you apply the prophetic in your life or how you've done it? Like I'm thinking of the one where you've gone to the grocery store at that job. <laughs> but that's yes. like one of the best ways that you actually like are stewarding this with your family and starting to love each other well because that's really to me what it is it's loving each other well right God's yeah love. yeah God is love he is and this is his purest purest form of love is being able to um to, re- to release it, right? It's not just to consume, it's to release and give out to the world. And so part of our story is um, is that we were at a camp, uh, a, a kid's camp, and I was teaching the kids at one of, one of the evenings and I was tired. And uh, we ran to Whole Foods to go grab a quick dinner. And, um, you know, we got there and there was a woman and a, and a little baby and she had a sign, which isn't normal for our whole foods. Like we, that normally doesn't happen. That was kind of an odd thing. And I, in my hurriedness, just grabbed the cart, didn't even think twice, you know, how to get my baby's fed and was in the grocery store. And I turn around and my son, my youngest son is lagging and I can't figure out what he's doing. And he, I look at him and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, no. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? And he's like, mom, he's like, did you see the woman out there? And I'm like, yeah, I think, I think I did. He's like, well, he's like, mom, if we don't help her, who will? And in that moment, I I had been teaching about sensing and being able to receive from the Lord through our senses. So whether it's compassion or compulsion or, um, this feeling of emotion, right. That rises up, right. Jesus had great compassion. Jesus even wept. We know this in scripture. And so, um, I recognized that the Lord was actually speaking to my son in that moment. And so I was able to kind of come down low with him and look at him in his eyes. And I'm like, do you know what you're feeling? And he's like, no. And he got overwhelmed. He started to cry. And I'm like, this is called compassion. This is the way the Lord is speaking through you right now. And, um, he basically looked at me and was like, well, we don't help her who will. And I'm like, let's grab groceries. <laughs> so we did. Mission we groceries. Yeah. And it was this, it's truly, I think as I've learned through the prophetic, it's just being tender to these moments. And in that moment, I wasn't, my son was, but he was the one teaching me in that moment. And being childlike and remembering that we are constantly learning and learning with Holy spirit and that he's kind, you know, our God is kind. He's a kind God, you know, um, it says in Romans that it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance, to change our minds, to change even, you know, our thought processes or even what we do. Um, and so in that moment he was teaching me. And so we were able to do that and bless her. And there was something that happened in that moment for my son is that he realized and recognized that God was speaking in that moment. So good. Yeah. 
I love that story. <laughs> it's such a good story. It's such a good story. Cause it, like, it's just a beautiful example of how many moments like that do we miss every day? Yes. Right. Like how often is God just trying to arrest our attention or inviting us to partner with him, to bless somebody, to love somebody, to encourage somebody, give compassion to somebody. Like how often is he doing that? But we have an agenda. Right. Something's more important. We're on a mission and it, maybe it's still a good agenda, right? Yeah. Like rightfully right. so. But a lot of times I found this, you can maybe speak to this too, but it often requires being inconvenienced from your regularly scheduled programming, <laughs> whatever that is, like that day, that moment, that little time block in your life. Usually it's like God wanting to redirect you in that moment, but he always blesses you abundantly and somehow multiplies your time back too. that you did. Yes. Wild. So it's maybe you can speak to that a little bit too, but I have found that to be true that it's, if you're willing to just be fully engaged and invested in the moment, just be present, right? Like a day at a time, a step at a time, a moment at a time, God will start opening your eyes to so many opportunities to partner with him to be a blessing in a very real and practical way. Like we hear that, like you're blessed to be a blessing. We hear things like that, but like, right. this is actually practical. <laughs> right. He'll be like, go do this thing. Go talk to this human, go buy groceries, go, right? Like he will tell you practical things to do. Will you? So right. speak maybe to how you were inconvenienced often with God. Oh my gosh. It's always in a grocery store. It's always an HEB. <laughs> I'm trying to get in and get out. It is crazy in those grocery stores um, yes. in Texas. So, but what's <laughs> funny about that is because I think part of going on this journey with God is learning the tenderness, right? Yeah. Learning because God is not a violator. Yeah. You know, he, he's not. So what he'll do is for me, it feels like a, a moment of like, he puts his hand on my shoulder, like, Hey, and it's gentle. It's just this nudge of like, Hey, and I can easily miss it. If I am distracted or if I am in a place where I'm, you know, processing hard stuff, I can miss it. But I mean, it's always, I'm, I love HEB, but, um, going through there is crazy. And usually I will catch a name and that's when the Lord's like, Hey, you're about to release identity over the checker. And I'm like, I've got 30 seconds because one, I'm <laughs> going to dishonor their time. How am I going to encourage you in 30 seconds while I'm holding my milk? Um, but I notice it's in our day to days. So as a mom, you know, if I'm at the school or if I am, if I am doing these again, whether like even in the season right now, I'm prophesying over myself because I'm in one of those seasons where it's like the Lord is filling my cup right now. Yeah. Um, but partnering with the Lord looks like your everyday walk. And I think that lifestyle of prophecy is truly what prophecy has always been about. It was never supposed to be just a ministry skill. It's supposed to be a life skill. It was supposed to flow from, you know, from me to my husband, to my children, to the neighbor, um, and having these skills of recognizing his voice. Cause again, it's not hard. It's not hard to, to know how many times, especially if we, as I go through trainings with people, they're like, man, he was talking all along. I'm like, yes, he is a communicating God. He is constantly speaking to you. Oh, it's just recognizing how, and then once they, you know, people figure it out, it's like, oh my gosh, he won't stop talking. I'm like, I know he's so chatty. He talks all the time. Yeah. And so for me personally, it's, it's usually in what I'm, if I'm meeting a friend for coffee and all of a sudden the Lord says it's time, you know, I'm, I'm just constantly aware of that, that moment to shift from, okay, I'm as a friend to now I'm releasing a word over this person. And there's more authority attached to that because the Lord wants to speak in that moment because uh, he always wants to speak. So, yeah. I, I mean, I love that you're saying too, just to reiterate this, that this is just a lifestyle. Like we are meant to be talking with God, like nonstop or walking with God, relating with God, just like you would somebody you love. Like you're just constantly connected at the hip pretty much. Like it's this ongoing thing. It doesn't have to be a religious practice. It's actually like very relational and very organic and it's in step with you. You can literally be in step with God all the time. So I shared this example recently, which you'll appreciate <laughs> on a challenge, but I have this coffee shop that I like going to, right? And sometimes like when you're getting coffee, like you don't like judge the time accurately, right? So you're always in a rush somehow. Like, I don't know how this happens, right? But this happens when you're trying to like, get your favorite drink or something, which is matcha for me, right? So I am like, you know, on, on point to go get that. And the guy that is checking out has the most wild makeup. It's almost like butterfly-like makeup all over like his eyes and his like four, like almost over his entire face. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like shocking in the moment, right? Where you're just like, was not ready, right? 
but I'm like, I am just led. I have just this like pulling just to admire it and talk about it. Right. And it just turned into this beautiful conversation. Every time now it's a different look. It's a different vibe. We have so much fun, like joking and relating with each other. I'm just like, you've got to like teach me your ways. Like how, how do we do this? Now, how did you apply that lash or the liner or whatever? Like I'm just appreciating it. Right. And right. I can't tell you there's a few people in there now too, where it's just been different interactions. And I might not agree necessarily with lifestyle practices or how they're showing up in the world, but I can still love them. Right. right. And I can still relate with them and I can still appreciate what they're into or what they enjoy. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone through there and I've never paid for a drink. Wow. Come on. Right. But just the interactions that we have so much fun, but it's more so like, how can I see you? How can I acknowledge you, validate you, look you in the eye, take a moment. I've got nowhere that I got to be. This is the most right. important moment. You are the most important person because you're the one that I'm looking at. Right. Nice. That's truly it. It's like, how can I appreciate what you are showing me right now? Like everything that's beautiful or like we say, draw out the gold in that person. I don't care who you are, what you're from, what you believe, what you're wearing, none of that. But how can I appreciate what I see in some kind of way, even if I don't practice the same things, agree with the same things, like it's always going to challenge you. But it will right. be the most beautiful thing when you start laying all of this other nonsense aside, because that's really what that stuff is. And you just see this person, you just see their heart, you see their presence, you feel like what is this beauty that is flowing out of them, you just see a person. Right, right. And then that right. turns into so many things like how many people have just flown through like a drive through and never acknowledged that person, given them a strange look, like whatever it might be. Right. right? But then for some reason, they're like, there's this like weird sunshine person that keeps coming through the drive-thru that we you know what I mean? love in life with. and it's just like a highlight of our day like you can be that for people right you can in be your that every day every day yep I had a moment with my daughter um my son was going to camp and um he had done his duffel bag so again this is lifestyle right this is just in our life all the time um and the duffel bag disappeared right before camp and I the Lord's like my daughter, Evelyn, she's like, he's like, she took it. And in that moment, I had a choice. I had a choice to lean in and ask the Lord why, or just go up and discipline my child. And I leaned in and the Lord showed me, he's like, she's scared. She's sad. And she doesn't want her brother to go. I want you to speak over her life. Mm-hmm. And there was that moment where, again, it's just a moment. It's all we need. It's just a small moment to shift from one action to another. And I was able to walk in, not accuse my daughter, but I I actually started to prophesy over her and I spoke life over her. And I told her, I'm like, Evelyn, you know, I want you to know that I see the Lord bringing more connection between you and your brother. You know, I see the Lord actually bringing you guys into a place that you haven't been in a long time and your heart's been craving for it. Cause I could see it in her face. And at that moment, she looked at me, she's like, I took his bag and I'm really sorry, mom. I just love my brother so much and I'm going to miss him. And it was like this beautiful moment where, again, like you're talking about at the coffee shop where we have this choice to come in and we can, we can throw a hammer. We can, you know, we can throw the shade. We can have this uncomfortableness or we can come in and let the Lord do right. Let Holy spirit work in the ways that he wants to work through that person. But again, the speaking and the knowing and recognizing God's voice, I feel like is the only way that we can through this world, like walking through life, whether it's job, whether it's, uh, it's your spouse or whether it's your children or grandchildren or wherever you find yourself, um, knowing his voice and being able to be that, that light bearer is everything. So I love that story so much. I love, well, it's just so fun to think about too, like being, I kind of call it being like an energy ninja. It's kind of like, yeah. you, know, you, are, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> or like you're like undercover or on assignment somehow. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, how can I make this person's day? Like if you make that your objective, like watch God help you. Or if you yes. make it your intention just to keep your light on, as we like to say, right. And to not turn that off when you're going to have every opportunity to get upset, to lash out, to speak your mind, to get super emotional, right. To like rush through something. You'll have every opportunity to do all of these human things, but you can mm-hmm. be supernatural. And it's like, you can keep your light on. You actually are empowered by the spirit of God to look like God. Right. 
right? And it's like, you can choose that though. Like that is a choice yeah. in the simplest form when it comes down to a lifestyle. Like just like you make decisions on what you eat, you, right. you get to choose what you're going to focus on or how you express yourself. And it's so powerful when you know that it's not all up to you. Nope. Where are we being big trouble? Like, right? Like if you were just dependent on your emotions or if you were dependent on your mindset that day, or if you were dependent right. on your heart set that day, God comes in and he just reworks all of that. And he still uses you even when you feel like you're tired, when you're busy, when you're worn out, that's when he actually uses you the most. Yep, it is wild. Absolutely. It is absolutely. wild. You're like, I didn't even know I had that in me. Like, how did that happen? Right? Like literally, <laughs> literally. So you get yeah. blessed, I think is the main point. Like when you are truly blessing other people and allowing God's love to flow through you like that, you get blessed because it flows through you first. Right. Right. And the way that I look at being that blessing and being that word, right. You know, coming with that encouragement is like, there's this gold string attached to God's heart and it goes through us to another person. And then it reverberates back to him. Because if you think about it, being a vessel means it is flowing through us and it's being released and then being received. And then you get to see how that person is experiencing the Lord. And it's a whole nother blessing. It's incredible. And I think God gets a case. I think he did it on purpose. I think he does everything on purpose, right? Yeah. He created this way of, I believe, even with prophetic, it's this lens of recognizing people for who they are and not always their behavior, yes. which can shift your position. Because if you know what the Lord is speaking about somebody, you can't unsee that. If you get their, his heart, their vision, his vision for that person in front of you, their behavior may not be fun and it may not be, obviously it may need to have some accountability or even, you know, have some correction. Um, but again, that, that perspective shifts how you respond and how you navigate through situations. hundred percent. And I know that a lot of times we'll, we'll talk about how everybody knows their dirt. Like everybody knows what's wrong yeah. with them or like how they're missing the mark, but it's a very mm -hmm. rare person just in general to, to call out the gold in somebody, to, to highlight what is great about them, to compliment them, to affirm them in something, to support them with your presence or with your words. Like that actually catches most people off guard because people yes. are so mean now, right? So when you actually show up as this like little beam of light that actually has a kind word. Know what to do. You. Yeah. <laughs> you already are supernatural and you're just doing some things that should be natural, right? Like, <laughs> right. Well, and also people are hard on themselves. Like as much as we all think that people don't always see their stuff. I know for me personally, like what kind of broke me open with the prophetic was that that space to, to actually start loving myself, how God saw me, because in that moment I was harder on myself than anyone else was. And I know, again, like you said, there are, there is obviously we all have stuff. No one is perfect, totally. um, but coming from that place of like, okay, God, if this is how you see me now, I can't, I can't unsee that. I actually need to rise up and be obedient to what you've spoken and, and actually position my heart and myself into that place, because that's what you've spoken over me. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a rising, right? Like we get to rise into these different levels of who he actually made us to be, which to me is right? Terrifying and exciting all at the same time. So you're like, what is oh, yeah. operate? Is that kind of right? Like if you go from like being a coward in your life to even being courageous, that's a whole new operating system. So it's yes. like now where you would want to shrink, you have to like lean in, you've got to show up, you've got to actually take a risk, right? Like that's terrifying. So when you've never practiced that, right? But that's what it's like to keep rising to these different levels of glory in God, yes. right? And different yes. levels of strength in him, which is really beautiful. And I'm just curious how that has evolved for the season that you're in now, can you really sense what God is doing in your life right now? Yeah. Um, so I was able to go to a conference in Reading recently, and um, I had obviously some questions in my heart because the season has been an interesting season to navigate. Oh. Um, and I found myself in a place where I was surrendering everything that I had dreamed. And I asked the Lord to give me a new one. And he did. And he said, I'm your dream. And I, I recognized at that moment that I was going to be going into a season where the intimacy and the disciplines in my life had to change. Um, I've always read my Bible. I love the Lord, you know, but 
there was a call to come up in a way that I had not done before, which meant I was carving out my schedule. Now I, again, love people. I'm, I'm kind of a busybody. Um, I, I will be at the coffee dates. I will be at the birthday parties, but the Lord was actually having me take two days out of my week where it was just dedicated to him okay. and studying and not just studying, but also being in the presence of God in a way that I, as a mom, haven't had that, that opportunity. And so for me, it is this place of desperation and hunger in a, in a new way, in a way that, that I feel like is reviving my soul, reviving my spirit. Um, after hard seasons of life, I think we all need that. And this last year has been a difficult one for me personally, um, with many things happening, but I think for me, it was coming to a place where of surrender. And it's been beautiful. I mean, some for, for some people of my personality, we don't want to rest. We don't want to stop moving. But in this beautiful place, this secret place with the Lord, um, he is teaching me things that I never knew I needed. And he's meeting me in places of my soul that um, are reviving me in a way that is bringing about more passion and more love. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I So many things are happening in my being right now. So- <laughs> And like one of these things we haven't even like fully processed together. So we'll have to do that like offline, but a couple things. One, I am like really, so this prayer of like God, give me a new vision. I think he's changing your vision entirely. Not only did he give you like a new dream, but he's changing your vision, right? I'm hearing the consecrate yourself to the Lord and yes. you amazing things. Yes. After a hard season, that makes a lot of sense. Like you do have to have a completely new perspective on life. Absolutely. You have to see things completely different because your heart can be overwhelmed with discouragement. It can be overwhelmed with like these former places or not understanding or confusion and chaos of that, that it's like God's vision is what breaks all of that down somehow. Absolutely. How he starts giving you this hope and this expectancy again for the future and your heart needs that, right? Right. Because hope deferred makes the heart sick. So I just love that. It feels like that's relevant to somebody that's listening right now too, that if you felt that, if you've been in a season that's been really, really hard, like, did you give into that discouragement? Did you lose some hope? Right. And you can ask God, it's a key. Like you can ask God for this new vision, but often that requires you to consecrate yourself to get away with God. So he can show you things that you don't see. Right. Right. So you're so consumed or full of maybe what you have been seeing in the natural that you have to get away with him. But the other piece that was really coming up too, is I think that this is actually a corporate thing. Right. right. This this main message right now where we are being asked to be intimate with God in a whole new way, new way. to get back to these things that you would do when you first were seeking him. You're like, there's a God and I can hear from <laughs> him and I can read the word with the Holy Spirit. Right. Like right. whatever you it's would do like that. Number, yes. Like you're just like, I'm super passionate. Like whatever you would do in the very beginning, it's like get back to those things, because what God really cares about are these servant leaders these ones that can die to themselves daily and these are not like fun messages like we don't go to church and clap for these nobody loves preaching on these but this is truly how we're found faithful and trustworthy like there's no way you can do these amazing exploits with god if you're not faithful and if you're not trustworthy and if you don't have his heart because that just turns into hurting people right turning them away from him so i think this is constantly a practice, but we can actually drift so far from it that sometimes there's a corporate shift to get back to that. Like you're making it about the exploit. You're making it about the outcome. You're making it about what you see. And God's like, just come back to me and I will reorient you so everything can flow properly. So I feel like this is a really big thing. I was picturing when you were talking earlier about how we can get so full of our stuff and we can be so hard on ourselves. I picture it like a bamboo stalk, right? Where it's like, we have our like patterning that we don't even know in our subconscious. And then we have some like trauma and then we like stack some more like chaos and confusion on top of that. Then we're busy. We're just trying to human. And then we're tripping about our future. And then we're (laughs) overwhelmed by this whole thing. Like we are full of so much stuff. And to me, dying to yourself daily is releasing it, casting cares onto the Lord, emptying yourself of all that. So he can just flow through you and heal you at the same time. Absolutely. That I have, but I'm curious, like what your thoughts are, but I feel like this is not just you. This is like a tugging on so many people's hearts. So if you're getting that tug, what are you going to do about my question? (laughs) Exactly. And it's, I think for, it's so funny, but like going through this process, this consecration process, yes, 
my heart has been, Lord, make my heart pure. Like no matter what I'm doing, I want my heart so purified. Well, when we, when we ask that question, he delivers. So there is this purification process. And I feel like right now, even like carving this time out, being so intentional with him is what our souls crave, right? It's just something that we are, are, we're, we're hardwired to be in his presence. We're hardwired to worship. Um, our very being resonates with that. Um, but it also can look like both. I think that's part of what I'm learning. This beautiful place of surrender, consecration, and then moving with the Holy spirit and knowing when to move. So my automatic is I am constant. I am my, you know, part of what is funny in our house is I'm like Dory. I'm just, I just keep swimming. That's all I just do. I just keep swimming and keep going. Yeah. Um, or like Poppy, you know, the troll who's just always happy with scrapbook, yeah. you know, but part of this process is like, is truly dying to self and then asking the Holy spirit. Okay. Now what is my assignment? What does it look like to walk with you during the day and during the night season, you know, as we're sleeping and dreaming and, you know, and as we're dreaming with God, because again, um, I feel like, I feel like that was, it's a very simple, like I'm your dream. Well, of course you are Lord, but really it was like, Lord, I will, I will filter my dreams through you, through what your heart is and what your heart is burning for. Allow my heart to burn for what you're burning for and show me how to be tender to that. Because if I'm constantly moving with him, I'm in the right place and I'm not late. Yes. So, and this is a practice and it's something that we definitely need folks like you to unpack or to really discern what God is doing or evaluate that or to gain wisdom and when to move, when not to move, when to speak something, when not to speak something, when to share something, when to keep it to yourself. Like that's a lot. So I kind of picture this, like when you are going to therapy, a lot of times they're giving you a grid or a language for what you don't understand in your experience and what you, when you get that, like you actually have this ability then to release more freely. Now you've got understanding. Now you can give yourself some grace and forgive and let go of these things that don't serve you and then choose something different. Cause now it's not like, I don't know why I do this. It's like, Oh, I get it. Now I can choose something different. So like therapy or even like coaching, coaching is okay. We've got this vision and here's all of what's required to make that sucker happen. Like, how do we stay in action? How do you stay accountable to that? And I think when it comes to prophecy and the prophetic, right, this is a whole new world, literally, right. You're understanding how to be a new creation as a lifestyle (laughs) every day, right? Like you're not tied to genetics. Let's say you're not tied to your trauma. You're not tied to even old thoughts that didn't serve you. You're not tied to that. You're not even tied to your circumstances, which is what the word tells us all the time. And you can move in step with the spirit of God, but that could be very overwhelming and confusing for (laughs) people that have never experienced that. Or if they start experiencing that, that's kind of overwhelming. So they're like, what do I do? So what are some pointers? I know that we also have something that we're going to do to help people, which we can announce here, but what are your pointers for somebody that wants to start sensing God and trusting God in a new way? Mm. So part of the things that I did again, because I had no grid for the prophetic, I kind of did this alone, which was like you said, overstimulating. There was things I was getting. So once that, that light switch goes on, it's like everything the Lord is speaking through everything. So there is this, this aspect of, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. It's like black but, and white to living color. You're like You're living color. color. Oh my gosh. Everything is, I mean, and everything is exciting. Like, oh my gosh, I yeah. saw a sign and it's speaking to me. And I saw this number and it can be kept from yeah. This song is telling me this and that's, yes. 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 And, non-stop. yes. and I'm dreaming dreams with symbols and the Lord is talking and it's, it is truly one of the most greatest adventures of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I think for, for me giving pointers, it would be one always go back to scripture and you're you're contextualizing. You are getting rooted in the word of God, right? We know him through his character and through his voice, through the word of God. Um, My other pointers would be like, for me personally, going on this journey, I journaled a ton because I recognized there were certain things he was repeating and I would ask him questions. So dialoguing with Holy spirit, even personally, not even sharing, but actually just coming into this moment with God of like a sacred space And then when I was released to, I, 
I fought and I searched for mothers and fathers who would speak to me, who would um, also correct me. Again, prophecy is not for correction. That's the word of God, right? Um, the, the word is to, is to correct and to do those things. Prophecy is to strengthen and encourage, but I actually found people that, that I was allowing to speak into my life and be like, Hey, you know what? This is God, but actually this, you know, this doesn't line up with values here. Oh, okay. So I was a little off. My lens was a little bit smudged and I needed to wipe that lens off. You know what I mean? So I think again, when it comes down to it, you know, part of this journey of recognizing the Lord's voice is not to, not to be overwhelmed. So if you're getting overwhelmed, find outlets that help you speak to God. So for me, I paint and I journal, um, and I, 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 I verbally process with friends when I, when I have permission (laughs) to, I find, I find people who are running in this, in this beautiful race, who have gone before me, who I'm willing to step into that slipstream, you know, and be like, Hey, I I want your wisdom. You know, what do you think about this? So being accountable to what I'm receiving is really powerful. And also it keeps you aligned with the Holy spirit because God made community on purpose. He made, um, I even believe again, when we're looking in the context of scripture, it was to build the body up. He wanted his, his church to be strong. He wanted his church to be strengthened. He wanted us individually in our day to days. He knew our days would not be easy. He knew there would be trials. He knew there would be things that would, that would stretch our faith or confuse us. So what did he do? He created a gift for us to actually speak into each other's lives, to break off the things that aren't true, break off the enemy's ties, you know, and to be walking powerfully as sons and daughters. And so you know, the, the scripture, the Holy spirit's counsel, and obviously, you know, sound community, um, that you can trust and really lean into for accountability. Yes. And I love to just praying if, even if you don't have like a spiritual mother, or spiritual father, like praying that God will lead you to those people or that they'll recognize you or somehow you will meet and he will meet that. Cause he, de- he desires that we have that. Yes. So. He does. Yeah. Being in that place, I had a season of life where I didn't have anyone and it was very difficult. Um, there was a lot of tears and a lot of confusion in that moment. Um, but again, the Lord hears our cries and he hears our hunger. And I was able to find a community of people. It, It did take a little bit. And I do think in that moment, when we don't have someone that is that is that that secret place with the Lord, where he is teaching us, the Holy spirit will teach, he will train So when you are abiding and when you are truly surrendered to him, he is our greatest teacher. So it's so good. And we are going to do a prophetic boot camp. I'm so excited to to do this inside Courage Co. So we're going to do this on 1018. It's a Wednesday. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Central time. Can you unpack what we're going to do? Just give them not everything so we can surprise (laughs) them, but like give give them some little highlights of what's going to happen because we are going to have details. So stay, stay plugged in. We're going to share that and we're going to put it in the show notes here so you can plug in, but what are we going to do in there? So we're going to talk about prophecy. We're going to talk about how, um, we can recognize God's voice and how not only how can we recognize, but how we can respond to his voice and what that looks like practically in our lives. And we might be just sharing, um, prophecy over a couple of the people in there, those volunteers. Um, so if your heart is burning, obviously this one's for you. Um, you have to join us at Courage Co. Um, but we're gonna, we're also gonna not just train, we're going to show you how to do it. We're gonna put you in these opportunities because again, part of my heart isn't just to teach about it, it's to give you the training so you can do it because that's what the Lord's heart also burns for. He wants his people equipped. And so we get the privilege of sharing about it and talking about it, activating you, and then obviously sharing a little bit of love ourselves. So, so fun. So amped for this. So I have a final question, but before I do, I want to honor you. I feel like it is so beautiful, not just to be a friend, but to witness who you are as a mighty woman of God and what that looks like. I think that we see a lot of what we think is power or authority or influence in the world. And, and that can look some kind of way. And a lot of times we get it wrong, but it's so powerful to see somebody that's an example of what's possible with God that truly 
carries his heart that that is living that as a human, as a mom, as a friend, as a daughter, as a leader, right? It is just such an honor to be able to see it. And you make it look so easy. <laughs> so more grace on you for that. But it's just an honor to, to truly actually witness somebody that's making these private decisions all the time that nobody claps for, that nobody sees, right? And, mm -hmm. and live with such grace, even when you're going through your own struggles or your own challenges. And that often is what's required. So well done. I just want to honor you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and final question. So this one is fun. So many, many years from now, when you're with Jesus, right? You can't mm -hmm. leave any of your bodies of work in the world. So like, let's say books, arts, all of the things, right? But you can leave a piece of advice that would change the course of people's lives. What would you tell them? I would say never lose your awe and wonder for the Lord. Yeah. That's something he reminded me in some of my darkest moments and some of my most mountaintop moments yeah. is that never lose your awe and your wonder and never stop hungering for him. So good. And if you don't have that, go find it. <laughs> go find it and don't stop until you do. And yes. And there will be moments where you feel like there's roadblocks. Don't stop because yeah. it'll be the greatest adventure and it'll be worth everything. Yeah. And is that also what we think is missing when we're trying to really like, I've always felt like if we have an intense seek in our life. Like if we're like running full speed, we don't even know where we're running. Is it that what we're missing? This awe and wonder that would actually fill us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's, it's truly when we're in that place of childlikeness and we're able to, again, it goes back to this place of, of reverence for the Lord. Everything comes into alignment. It's okay. the holiness that he carries and that the holiness that he says that we carry as well. And so, yeah, just seeking his presence. I love it. I love it. So how can all the humans connect with you? <laughs> yes. Um, the humans can connect with me. I have an email. <laughs> It is uh, Jesse Potter, so J-E-S-S-I-E -S -S -E, Potter, P-O-T-T-E-R, uh, A-C-T at gmail.com. So the A-C-T is our Activate Certified Training Program. And so if you have questions or if you're interested in coaching um, or any type of processing, you know, um, then they can reach me from there. I love it. Perfect. Thank you so much, friend, for sharing. It's Thank been an you. honor to have you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free, for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be 
release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.